0: Hello and welcome to episode 61 of The Daily Run, season two, as we are keeping up with the king, heading through Matthew chapter six. And one of the things I think we need to kind of keep in mind as we read through the Bible here is uh, to keep track of the context. And as I've said many times, we are reading it in context because it was written in context. And so it seems that uh, if you want to know what the context is, that's a good way to keep track of it. The problem is that sometimes when we break it up into pieces, as I've been doing, doing a few verses a day, uh, as we look at the, the Sermon on the Mount, sometimes it's easy to miss the connections between the things we're talking about. So, uh, especially in the next few little sections here, right? Because he was just talking about verses 19 through 21. Don't lay up your uh, for yourself treasures on earth where moth and rust destroyed where thieves break in and steal but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys where thieves do not break in and steal for where your treasure is there your heart will be also and so we can i think we kind of can see how that ties into the things that he was talking about earlier about don't do things to be seen you know don't don't do that don't live for that earthly earthly reward of the praise of your peers or, um, you know, Hey, I want people to think I'm super spiritual. I want people to think this. I want people to think that, and it's such a tragic way to live. And it's, you know, it's one of those things that in my years as, as a pastor, it was, it was really rather disturbing how often I encountered this, where I would, uh, I would know, I would, you know, I'd know somebody on a surface level. I'd see them at church or I'd see them in town. And I'd think, well, that's a really great guy. He's so nice. Always. They always have, you know, they're always talking about, you know, what they've been reading in their Bible or reading some scripture stuff, or, you know, they're, they're talking about this ministry or this thing or that thing. And, and then far too often what would happen was I would have a, an interaction with their kids and the kids would tell me such a different story, such a different story, you know, stories about bursts of outbursts of wrath violence and drug abuse I mean just crazy stuff and I think like what in the world what in the world but here's the thing that people do with pastors is people do this weird thing where they put on a show for the pastor of the church like I don't know if it's a respect thing I mean that's nice like I want you to think highly of me what a tragic What a tragic way to live your life when you're living your life to impress some person. Right? Trying to make them think you're a spiritual person, make them think you're a godly person. And yet in front of your kids, in front of the people who it really matters to, it's a totally different story. In front of a pastor who I mean, what is I mean so what? If you if you fool him, so what? You know, when I find out it didn't, didn't affect my life, didn't break me down. Like, Oh, I can't believe that guy was a jerk. And I thought he was nice. No, I mean, I'd be like, wow. Okay. Well, that's a reality check, but for the kids, you know, for their kids to be saying like, no, my dad's putting on a show. My mom's putting on a show. That's not real. What a tragedy, you know, what a tragedy. I'm sure my kids would complain about me to others and complain about my wife to others. But my hope is that when they do, or if they do the person listening will be like, yeah, well, they're your parents. I'm sure they're doing those things because they, they love you. You know, not, well, my parents, you know, they claim to be Christians, but when no one's around, they're screaming young, throwing plates at each other or my, you know, my, my dad, you know, cusses out my mom every night or my mom you know, sits in a room and smokes pot. You know, <laughs> like you're not going to hear those things from my kids. You know, but, but, I mean, I'm not, uh, it's not because I'm trying to impress anybody. It's like, that's not who we are. But if we wanted to do those things, or if we felt like doing those things, I think that our attitude is, man, we, we got to live authentically before our children, because if we fake it in front of them, this thing's not going to mean anything to them. This relationship with Jesus, this Christianity thing's not going to mean anything to them. If they see that, to us it's an act it's a way of influencing people or or a way of a way of getting people to think highly of them you know forget it want no part of that it's just it's frustrating but anyway he's been talking he's talking about you know don't live to be seen so that people might admire you and you know don't lay up for yourself treasures that are these Worthless things don't live for don't live for the you know this life. Um, live in light of eternity. But then he says this in verse twenty two. He says the lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If there, uh, if therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Now, this has got to be one of the weirder kind of uh, sections of, of the Sermon on the Mountain. Sometimes, you know, because we're reading something in English that was translated, you know, from from Koine Greek, you know, and and possibly even, you know, spoken initially in Aramaic and then, uh, you know, then translated from Aramaic by Matthew to Koine Greek to English, you know, sometimes I think, you know, there's, there's stuff gets kind of mixed up in the middle of that. It would be easy for that to happen but but the thing to to understand also is that there are sometimes there's these idioms there's these ideas there's cultural things in the way scripture is written that we we sometimes are not aware of you know there's these strange things sometimes where uh things that we don't do in our American culture, things like um comparing something good to something bad to show how much better the good thing is isn't it. You know, we usually compare something good to something good to show how good it is. Like, you think this is good? Well, this is even better. And sometimes in the Bible, Jesus will compare something good to, he'll give you a bad example to demonstrate how much better God is. And that's something we'll, we'll see later on as we get to it. But anyway, this is one of those kind of weird things. He says, the lamp of the body is the eye. And I think that sometimes we, at least for me, I would think of this backwards. I would think of like, The lamp, like your eye is the lamp, like the light shines out of it. But that's not at all how the eye works, right? The eye doesn't send out light. The eye receives light. And so what he's he's saying is the lamp of the body is the eye, That the light that enters your body, it enters through the eye, right? Therefore, if your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. So what in the world does that mean? If your eye is good, like if I have bad eyesight? or If it's dark out, no, what he's talking about here is what you're focused on, what your eye is focused on right what are you focused on good things, holy things, righteous things, or are you focused on darkness? you know how much of our time do we spend looking at dark things? you know a few years back, there was the big thing in all the the television police shows was all the uh, the crime scene investigation, you know, and every show had some gory, disgusting murder. And I remember we were watching them they were kind of interesting, but after a while it was like, ah, I don't think I just want to watch this darkness, you know? And that's just a little entertainment type thing, but it's something to consider, you know, there's an old saying that, uh, you may have heard before, which was garbage in garbage out you know what do you what's what's entering in through your eye? you know I've talked to so many people that talk about the struggles in their life and so much of it so much of the struggles and the difficulties come from the things they subject themselves to. If your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? It's a difficult thing to do in our present entertainment-based culture, but to take note of what I'm looking at, what I'm letting in. There's so many things now that we see in the world, so many things that are going on culturally that are darkness and yet they're being promoted as light. Don't be deceived. Don't let the culture steer your theology. There's so many things in our world that we think, oh, well, you know, well, the culture is kind of changing and, and we're becoming more progressive and we're coming, we're, you know, we're expanding our mind, our, our view and our, our, we're becoming more, more tolerant and accepting. But those aren't always good things. Tolerating and accepting sin is, especially in our own life, that's not a good thing. That's not progressive. That's darkness, you know? So think about today. Think about today as you go through your day, the things you're looking at, and and maybe not even that idea of looking through your eyes, but that idea of what you're subjecting yourself to, what, What's your, what's your opening your ears up to? What's your, you know, what, what you're listening to? You know, the political commentators or the, the, the radio or the, um, maybe the friends you hang out with, you know, what's the talk, what's the thing that, that's before you, what's being set before you? Is it light or is it darkness? God bless you. Talk to you next time.